won. I've never felt like this before. Everyone's coming to Sophie's wedding. You are expecting us. <laughs> yeah. I read Mom's diary, and I have three possible fathers. On July 18th. Just you know. I thought what an amazing surprise for her. <laughs> you always knew how to make an entrance. Take a trip down the aisle. You'll never forget. I don't know why they're here. It's like some hideous trick of fate. What's your mother said about me? Mamma Mia, ready PG-13, in theaters July 18th. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back. I did put on my denim overalls <laughs> for this recording. <laughs> your, your closet full of denim I was overalls? actually just running through our courtyard. Just like a gauzy <laughs> white blouse. Yeah. You know, as you do. Uh, listeners, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are the, are movies, the movies that, that made, made us gay. Yes. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. <laughs> Jorge Molina. Welcome to the show. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're doing great. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, this... you immediately wanted to do this movie. I feel <laughs> yeah. like there was no other option. <laughs> there was there was no other option. And <laughs> when I watched your short today that you wrote, Muy Gay Mexicano, it made total it sense. It did. It right. made total sense. Yeah. I was like, well, of course he wants to I do mean, this movie. When, when you asked me to come in and then just based on the pure title of the podcast, I'm like this. Mm-hmm. It's a very literal uh, <laughs> origin story for sure. myself. Mm-hmm. So there is actually no other answer that okay. could fit the prompt as Work. well as this uh, fantasia of a, of a movie. <laughs> we've been on a real big a we've been on a real big Meryl Streep kick this year. We've uh-huh. done two. Yeah. Devil Wars Prada and She Devil. Oh yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, we did do uh, Devil Wars Prada yeah, like yeah. right before She Devil. I forgot about Paul that. Paul from that H well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And so this is our third Meryl movie in twenty twenty three alone. Fifth movie overall. Fifth movie overall. Wow. Look, she She's played a role in, yes. in inducting many generations of, <laughs> of, of young queers. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Mother Merrill, Ma- uh, what Mama it, Merrill, you Mama, Mer- Mama Merrill, <laughs> Mary Louise as Mary Louise. Cher. She is drops. the titular mama. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary Louise as Cher drops in her yeah. Oscar Simpson speech. I just yep. watched that literally Sunday night. That's one of my favorite acceptance speeches. Yeah. Ever. Because I love how excited Meryl oh, is great? when Cher wins. Me and I was showing my best friend Fatal Attraction, which he had oh, never seen. Love it. Because we're prepping for the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that will be, who knows? But like we, and, and obviously Cher beat Glenn that year. Right. Yep. Um, so we just wanted to yeah. recapture the moment. An all timer, because it was also Holly Hunter. And, um, yeah, good year, right? Great. I feel like Glenn. Did not even run second that year. I bet runner-up was Holly. I, I bet. I, I bet. Think so I bet she was sort of yeah. the critical favorite yeah, of that you know, category. And that's one of the years where, like, had the results been different, just so many. It's like a, the ripple effect would yeah. have been. Oh, absolutely. Like you know, the Glenn. I mean, whoever would have won, like, if Glenn had gone in for this, like, we would. Saved ourselves so many, <laughs> so many performances of hers. Yeah. I feel like um, we would probably have more movies with Cher had she lost, we, too. Which is important mm-hmm. and ties back to this. Yeah. Uh, but if Holly had won, Angela Bassett would probably won for... Possibly. Oh, to do with it, which wow. Which is one, what a, of, one of the all-time biggest upsets for me. What even a though butterfly the, effect of Even though the, the piano is iconic and yeah. well-deserving, it's... When has Angela gotten the chance right, to fight right. like, this year? But like, 
And an, and another thing about Cher's Oscar win is that I think a lot of people in their head kind of misremember her wearing wearing the dress. The we were dress. About this. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. She was you presenting know? when she wore it was the, the next, famous it was the following next, year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Correct. Because I think the press when she won was like, mm-hmm. oh, that was not a proper Oscar winning right, dress. And the next year she was like, well, fuck you all. Yes. And. Um, I will wear something even more outrageous. Absolutely. Um, and what I do remember specifically is my mom telling me the next day that she was so proud. Cher got a standing ovation when she won. And I was like, oh, sounds glorious. I don't know why I wasn't watching. <laughs> but Cher's not in this movie. She's in the sequel. We're going to talk about the sequel <laughs> later in the show. She, so we'll, she's we'll, spiritually candid. She, she, yeah. she has mentioned. She's, even mentioned, though that she's mentioned she's canon. It's an inconsistency mm-hmm. between the movies. Absolutely. But I do yeah. want to finish up the we episode with that. looking at the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, just but, like st- like we'll mm-hmm. play it and let it play. <laughs> just watch. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but before we get into the discussion of Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. we've been doing – we usually do our leading ladies quiz when we get an actor or actress. Well, we only do them with actresses. Yeah. That four more movies, okay. we'll do a little quiz. Okay. So and this is our fifth Meryl movie. This is our fifth Wait, Meryl which, movie. Which I'm curious. What other people okay. have you done it with? So Death Becomes Her. The well, hour. No, 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 wait, no, no. What oh. other actresses? What other actresses? Have we done? Oh, have we sure. Um, I think that we started it with Julia, Julia Roberts. Okay. Um, uh-huh. SJP. We did. We did four Sarah oh. Jessica Parker. We did movies? four Sarah Jessica that, Parker. She wow. has, has she done that many movies? Right. Wow. <laughs> I, we've done a we've oh. done a good chunk of them. And we haven't even done um, anyone in Vegas. We did Gwyneth and of course, of course. Um, her trial yeah. was like uh, and that, that trial turned many childs. Children gay. Children gay. Oh yep. my god. Yeah. It's uh we also did uh Kirsten Dunst recently. And, and Kirsten, Kiki. we did we did mm. Kiki in the last mm. episode with mm-hmm. Brayden. Yes. So now we're up to we're up to Mama Merrill. So and so take it away, Scott. Let's all see right. if the two of us can can answer mm. these. You two can tag team this. These Merrill This hot Oscar Buzz style, you're familiar with this. Can you <laughs> yeah, name all of the movies boys. in her most known for? The four movies. Oh god. Um Devil Wars Prada. Devil Wars Prada is there. Yeah, very, very popular. Because I know almost everyone in this cast has this movie in it. August Osage County. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> August Osage County is there. I think that everybody in that cast, it's in their most it, known it, for. I think it's everyone. I it's, think it's, it's there for thing. Juliet, mm-hmm. Ewan. No, it's for... Margot Martindale. It's probably everywhere. For like Abigail Breslin, mm-hmm. uh, Julia wow. Nicholson. Wow. Uh, <laughs> There's just something weird about that algorithm where yeah, Juliet the stat Lu- Juliet Lewis, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Juliet Lewis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, you two are... All right, two more. Nerds. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Big Meryl movies. Well, The Iron Lady. I was nope. going to say Iron Lady. No? Sophie's Choice? No! Sophie's Choice is there. Oh, okay. Sophie's Choice okay. yep. okay. there. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. One more. I've actually never seen this movie. Is her other Oscar win there? That is a question. I'm not. I'm not just asking the ether, um, not you. Because, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that was supporting, and I feel like it's not that big of a movie. She's had much bigger movies. So you're saying it's a it's a major Meryl movie? I think it's a major Meryl movie. Is it Sophie's Choice? Well, we we just yeah. did. Oh, we, we just did that. Sophie's yeah. Choice. There's sorry. one yeah. more. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's one more. Um, is it? Is it like? I don't really know how fondly remembered this movie was, but it was a big deal. It's my mom's favorite movie. Okay, so it's a... Mm -hmm. Well, if My mom loves this movie. If it's my mom's favorite movie, (laughs) it's Bridges of Manson County. No. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do you want to give us a year? It's it's from the 80s. From the 80s. One of the big 80s Oscar movies. Oh, it's it's an Out of Africa. Out of Africa. It's an Out of Africa. A movie that I feel like nobody really gives a shit about now. Okay. That makes sense that it's your mom's favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't think Pete's going to get this one, but I'm All curious right, if you see. are. Okay. Highest okay. rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Score is a hundred percent of of highest of Merrill's, Merrill movie of Merrill's career. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The prom. No. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no. Um, um. Can I get like I said a early mid late career? This yeah, is from the twenty tens. From the twenty. This one was hard. This one was hard. Like I did not think about this movie when thinking it's about her not... filmography, but she is featured in it. I'll give you a hint. It is a documentary. Oh, what? It's a documentary. It's a documentary on a famous female screenwriter and director. Oh, is it like the Nora Ephron yeah. uh, documentary? It's yeah. The, it's uh, Everything is Copy. Everything is Copy. Okay. Cl- Followed closely by Defending Your Life mm-hmm. at 98%. Wow. That was interesting. I love Defending yep. Your Life. Wow. Um, the lowest rated Loyal movie. Fan base. <clears throat> Oof. Uh, that's a lot of... This movie is not remembered at all. Is Marilyn Movie 43. Meryl's not in movie 43. You always go for the movie 43. <laughs> um, any lowest rated movie of the cast. Of okay, did it. she get any type of acclaim for this? Because she's gotten acclaim for pretty not bad really. movies. It, it's true. not like a Manchurian... It's, it's not, not like, like a, Florin, it, it's Florin not, Foster Jenkins? No, and no, it's not like no. a Manchurian candidate thing where she was in the conversation. Um, I think this movie was buzzed to be a big deal, and then when it came out, nobody saw it. And it was not liked. It's 2010, right? So it's not like the Soderbergh this is, movie. This is from the 2000s. 2000s? Oh, this is yep. the 2000s. This is okay. a little oh, okay, bit before. Okay. Um, so her drag era. Um, <laughs> it's not Lemony Snicket. No. That's an Oscar-winning movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, <laughs> this hmm. is a, that run of movies and dramas from the 2000s that were tackling the Iraq War. Is it oh. Lions for Lambs? It's... it's Lam- it's, lions lions. Lions. it's Lions for lions Lambs for and lions. Tom Cruise. Wow. I remember that being a big deal because that was when Tom Cruise like semi took over MGM and they were putting out movies. What's what's the the percentage? Oh, it's I don't I I, I think up. that it's probably in like the twenties. I think. Oh, okay. Like Keep for going, for, for a filmography as extensive as hers, yeah. If her lowest one is in the twenties, and she's usually like in pretty good movies too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's. I'm actually surprised. Okay. Look at up, Pete. What is it? Talk, keep talking. Um, do you know what the highest grossing movie of her career is? I mean, Mamma Mia did a shit ton of money. Um, yeah. Like, that became the highest grossing movie in, in, like, in the UK for a while. Um, yeah, it beat out, like, Titanic. It beat Titanic, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, but it was, not, making, like, it was making, like, Avatar money. Yeah. Was it not that? It's not that. Huh? It's, it's Mamma Mia. Mia. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's uh, Mamma Mia. Lions like, for Lambs has 27% on the... Mm-hmm. Tom- That's about right. Tomato meter. Yeah. 47% audience score. <laughs> I've not seen it. There's no talking babies in it. No. There's no like asteroids with there, like, robot there dinosaurs. Not on your thing. Talking lions in it. Talk, yeah, and there's land, no, and land, there's and no exploding land. volcanoes in it. Oh. Damn it. How, well, how much did Mamma Mia make? Mamma Mia made over $602 million. Sure did. It shit. sure did. <laughs> We're going to talk about um, the wild success of that movie and what it was up against later in the that show. How many moms went to the theater? Um, what Oscar-nominated movie of hers was released as Evil Angels in Australia and New Zealand? And what is it called in America? Evil Angels. I kind of forget about this, but it was released in a different title in America, and it is an Oscar-nominated role. Late career? Um, no, this is 80s. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We were, Pete, we were, we were talking about this on our She Devil episode with H.L. and Scott. That it has a different title? I or, mean, we were talking about the movie. But it's not She Devil. No. Is it Ironweed? No. No. That's, we were just talking, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a very famous line 
that's kind of lampooned a lot in Australian culture. Oh, oh, oh. it's Dingo Ate My Baby. <laughs> yep. uh, mm-hmm. It's Cry in the Dark. Cry in the Dark. Yep. How many wow. Oscar nominations does she have? So she was last nominated for The Post. What number was that? We're, we're very due for a Meryl nomination. It's we been a while. It's, it's the longest gap she's had. Yep. Wow. Um, Isn't it like 14? Higher. Higher. No, she's in like 23. Oh, my God. 24? 23, 24? L- a little lower. Oh, wow. Still in the 20s? Or am I? It's in the 20s, yep. Like Jeez. 22? 20, 21? 21. 21. 21. 21. Mm-hmm. 21 Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. How, many, uh, how many globes does she have? Ooh. Wins? Yeah. A lot? I think I counted seven. Including, I was going to say nine. Yeah. Including the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, Meryl does not have an EGOT. She has yet to win it. Um, yep. What has she not won of that group? She's been nominated for both of them. Yeah, for so she definitely has an Emmy. She has three Is Oscars. Is she missing a Grammy I think she's and a Tony? missing a Tony. She's missing both. So, oh, she both. has been Tony nominated. Uh, she doesn't she, do a lot of theater. She lo- yeah. And she started out in theater in yeah, the yeah, 70s, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, she, lo- she lost to Shirley Knight. For Haven't we Kennedy's all? children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to be confused with Shirley... Uh, Shirley Jones? Shirley Jones. From the Partridge Family? From the, Par- from the Partridge Family. A fine actress. Mm-hmm. A fine actress. In her own right. Maybe Tony nominated. I don't know. Don't um, know. And she has six Grammy nominations, and she has never won. Oh, Most like are in book narration. book narration. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to love listening to her narrate The Velveteen Rabbit. It's on YouTube. Ooh. It's beautiful. All right. Mm-hmm. So not like R&B album? Yeah. <laughs> I Although say. I think that she was somehow nominated for the soundtrack for Mamma Mia. Probably. They, it like, probably was nominated for like compilation album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so again, it was huge. Yeah. It was, well, I'll get it. So um, <laughs> with that album. Meryl went to school at the Yale School of Drama. She sure did. Uh, who was a famous classmate of hers, and they did plays together. And it was around the same time. I don't know if they graduated with each other, but they went to school with each other. I'm kind of shocked that they have never done a movie together. I know they competed for a lot of roles together. Is that like, yeah, it's about right. Jessica like, Lang, not Jessica Lang. Okay. You're you're kind of close. I okay. could see them going up for a lot of the same different roles um, in the '80s and the '90s. Linda Lavin, no, no. Is Meryl this other woman also Oscar nominated? She is, um, I believe, three time Oscar nominated, or is it twice? I can't remember. Oh no, it's okay. three. Because she got two in one year. Hint. Jodie Foster's too young. Jo- yeah, two in one Has never won. Is Carla Johansson too She long? could be back yeah. one day. Is it Laura Dern? No. no. Not Susan Sarandon. She Laura Dern's a little, yeah, a, a yeah, little younger. Yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say ballpark in the same age, too. Oh, Emma Thompson? Nope. No. No. Um, she's British. She was nominated for uh, a big action movie in the 80s, and she got... Oh, Sigourney. It, it's Sigourney. Sigourney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah, went to the Yale yeah. School of Drama yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a prop from the Devil Wars Prada that ends up in Mamma Mia? Oh. It's on the boat scene, and one of, like, the... I think that it's for the money, money, money. Sunglass? Do you know what famous prop sunglasses? from... It's the sunglasses. Oh, actually, so, I did not know so that. So famously, wow. Meryl she stole had it. the sunglasses made for her and their prescription. I was going to say, yeah. And I mean, I'm all. sure that just who was doing wardrobe just gave them to her, and they, yeah. ended, they ended up in Mamma Mia. Love that. What is another musical theater role that Meryl lobbied hard for, was cast, and dropped out, and this movie just ended up fizzling? Until it was picked back up later in the 90s. Fizzling as in they didn't make it? They didn't make it at the time. time. And then they picked it back up in the 90s. 
And it was made in the 90s. It was made in the 90s. That's not a big decade for musicals. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What the hell? This was a pretty big musical in the 80s. It's kind of a big Annie? musical heavyweight. No. Ca- it's not Phantom of the Opera. You're close. <laughs> what What's is, another? What, it's a Vita. It's a Vita. So I even saw, I even looked up an LA Times article that was reporting on her dropping out because of exhaustion. I think that she was just working so much that at that time that the role was just too much work and she couldn't do it. And do you know what director was attached to it? I did not know this until today. Oliver Stone was supposed oh, to do the Avita movie. Lord. And both Meryl and Michelle Pfeiffer were attached to play Avita. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Very interesting. Well, we got Madonna. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know who didn't get tired? Mm-hmm. Madonna. But yeah, Golden Globe winner. Golden Globe winner Madonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. showed up with her with her with her huge like postpartum with bosoms. her huge post baby boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking great. So yeah, that's our mail quiz. Yay! Yay, Meryl. Treasure on our show. I'm telling you. One of my favorite actresses to talk about. She turned a lot of us gay. Controversial opinion. <laughs> a great actress. That... Mm-hmm. She's just fine. She's okay. No, we, we love her. Um, yeah, Ma- num- number five. Number Mama five, Mamma Mia. Okay, so what are our first memories of Mamma Mia? I mean, Jorge, you have Jorge. to tell us. I mean, I can... Your backstory. Tell us your backstory, your backstory. Your origin story of, of Mamma Mia. My origin story. Um... Okay, so I a lot of background, but it's important. Yeah, it's important. To understand. Uh, so I'm I, I was not born in the U.S. I was born in Mexico. I was born and raised uh, over there. Born in Mexico City, grew up like a little uh, like ninety minutes outside of it. Uh, so I was always like a, a big cinephile. I always like that was movies were my thing, mm-hmm. uh, and musicals were always my thing. As every young queer boy uh, <laughs> tends to gravitate towards. Sure. Um, and so every month I subscribed to, like, the Mexican version of Entertainment Weekly. That was, like, my big thing. My, like, my parents gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wasn't aware of the musical. Like, I wasn't aware of the stage show. Right. I was, like, tangentially aware of ABBA because, like... ABBA. ABBA. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, di- I didn't know a show existed and whatnot. And I just remember, like, in their big... Summer movie preview. Summer uh, of 08. Summer of 08. I uh, was in Mexico in summer of 08. I'll go wow. into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there was like yep. the big preview, kind of like an entertainment week, like, and the mm-hmm. movies that got like the big spreads. And like there was just like the last part where like there were six movies scrambled, like put together on a like six pager uh, with just like a still and a little log line. And I remember vividly it was like, the still of Meryl Streep and Pierce Brosnan back to back during SOS, uh-huh. uh, and it was just like Mamma Mia, like based on a on the stage show, like with the songs of ABBA, right? Um, and that logline was just like in like I'm like I'm imprinting into this. <laughs> You're like, like I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see it. Um, so it, it just like that was my first awareness of it. Then it came out a little later in Mexico than it did in the U.S. I, mm-hmm. It probably came out like. Late August. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah, because that's when I left Mexico, and exactly. I don't think it had come out yet. So it, mm-hmm. I, because I, I was, I'm gonna age myself young. Uh, I was in ninth grade. I was entering ninth <laughs> grade when that um, happened, and I remember because it was one of the first weeks of ninth grade when me and my friends were just like looking for stuff to do in the weekend, and me and my friends were like, okay, let's go see a movie, uh, and I knew that was out, and I was just like, well, like, oh, like. Let's go see this. I did not mention that I knew what it was. I did not mention that I like 
that I knew was a musical. I was just like, oh, maybe this sounds fun. Let's just, like, go watch it. And it was, like, me and, like, three bro-y male friends. Yeah. And we go in, and we sit down, and then, you know, it it starts with Amanda Seyfried in a lake. Um, like, right away, people break into song. And then a friend of mine just, like, leans in and is like, what the fuck did you just bring us? <laughs> He's like, nope. And I get it because this mm-hmm. movie is very polarizing with people. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, yeah, I didn't know. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> like, this is a musical. Sneaky. A musical. Sneaky. And so we just stayed. And I, I remember my friends, like, cringing and, like, being, like, yeah, you know. In, in moving like in their seats the entire time and be like, what the hell do you just bring bring us to? Um, but and like I was just like kind of transported by it. Um, and I remember like during we just mentioned the money, money, money uh, moment when it's kind of I think that's when the movie goes its biggest and gayest. Like it's yeah. like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just like it's camp, it's quiche, it's like it's. Um, women in boats with long flowy fabrics around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I remember watching that and I it sounds cliche but I I felt something <laughs> switch inside <laughs> me. Um love it. And I was like I'm enjoying this movie. I know this, but I th- it was the first time I was aware like oh, I'm enjoying this in a way that everyone else around me is enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it in a way that I f- feel like if I say I'm enjoying it I should not be saying sure. that I'm enjoying this. Um, so it was the first time I was like, oh, I'm, I see entertainment in a different mm-hmm. perspective that people around me. Um, so, yeah, it came on. Like, one of my friends was, like, his family was a big ABBA fan, so, like, he enjoyed it. But, like, I... So, like, they rolled their eyes at me and they left. And then it was at a mall. So, like, my friends left and I immediately went to the record store and bought <laughs> the soundtrack. Ah. How many times did you see it in the theater? <laughs> the first one I already saw it once. Okay. Because I wasn't going to, like, put myself Push in it. that yeah, position. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. That's great, yeah. But I bought the DVD and, like, I wore the DVD as soon as, like, it like it came out. And the yeah. soundtrack, I, like, and back in that era, like, I was sitting in like, in a stage of, like, showering with music on with, like, a big boombox yeah. next to my shower. And, yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. and I would wear the fucking <laughs> Mamma Mia soundtrack. <laughs> and that was actually my introduction to ABBA, which now is my favorite band. Like, right. I, it introduced me to their music, and, like, that's how I discovered their entire discography. And so, like, it always felt like it had a very special place for me. And it wasn't actually until I was able to, like, come out and, like, look back at a, a lot of my own choices and decisions and like that i that i was able to reevaluate my relationship with it and be like mm-hmm. oh that's that was the moment sure where, like i <laughs> it's all coming together it, ca- mm-hmm. it came together and i like, mean that's what our show is all about is the, um, the moments in our movie are yeah. the moments in our life when we watch movies like that exactly and like mm-hmm. so, and, and because it did feel like a fit like i had a reaction to the yeah. movie mm-hmm. yeah um and i mean well i know you say we'll get into the sequel later but like that was the sequel was so special to me as well because it was 10 years to the moment where it like was released. Um, by then I was like already out of the closet. I was like openly gay. I was mm-hmm. able to like, so like when I, when I went opening night, like Thursday night with my friends to midnight tickets to the sequel. Yeah. And like we dressed in like ABBA costumes, like big, <laughs> like bell bottoms, you know, it was yeah. like big and wild. And like watching it, I just like kept getting flashbacks of like, the way I was enjoying the first one versus like how 
the table to like openly enjoy yeah. the second one. And it was like, oh, this is a very nice like full circle yeah. moment. So that, that franchise, as polarizing and as campy and as like as as I don't know, I, it's always it has a very special place for me, and I will defend it to my life. And yeah. it's, it's it's one of the few movies that I think it's unabashed pure joy. Oh yeah, um, it just wants to have a good time. It's yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's. It's the perfect example of, like, the people making it were just having the absolute right. best mm-hmm. time of their lives. Yeah. And that translates into the viewing experience. And I think if someone cannot tap into that feeling of, like, just, like, let go with it and, mm-hmm. like, have yeah. fun with it. Like, it's really hard to do it because it, it could be eye-rolling, but... It's, it's, it's just fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, I, there's something to be said. There are some people out there that just don't have the joy in their heart to appreciate yeah. a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's fine. If musicals are not yeah. your thing, whatever. But you do, you're absolutely right. When you watch this, you just have to admit, it's like fucking Colin Firth. Julie, yeah. Like Julie Walters. These are like legit actors and in you this can, movie. And you can really see in Meryl's performance of, oh, you're in it. Like, yeah. you are fully in on yeah. this no, movie. No, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. everyone, like, Beers Brosnan can sing for shit. Yeah. Uh, and he, <laughs> you know, he's in it, and he's enjoying it. Bless his heart, like, he tries, though. He tries. No, mm-hmm. he, he sure as fuck tries. Um, but, like, and, you know, if you read some of the behind the scenes, like, everyone was, like, drunk as fuck. Like, you know, they were just, like, <laughs> boozed. Like, sure. But, like, not in a bad way. Just, right. Like, yeah, they yeah. were mm-hmm. just, like... You're partying they, they were in Greece. Oh, it was a good time. In Greece yeah. for a month, this just a like making a movie with their friends. And yeah. I also, I'm not surprised why, like, when they everyone would like come back and do it, every, everyone signed up sure. for it. Even you know, Meryl can, could only be there for like a, a week, but like she was there, <laughs> and they did it. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it like that joy, like it's, it's so palpable and yeah. it's transmittable. And I could, you know, I, I can just plug it and like, put it on and like. Let my mind. <laughs> All right. So summer of 2008. Yes. I was living in Mexico City. I was living in Michoacan. I was going to school in Paso Coro, mm-hmm. like grandpa town in Mexico. Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. a lot of not a lot of people go to Michoacan, yeah, especially yeah. this particular well, the, area. The, the cartels do. Yeah. Well, exactly. And that was and that kind of became yeah. very uh-huh. prevalent uh-huh. as yeah, we yeah. were there in the years and the years since too. Yeah. But well, that's, um, that's a pivotal changing point i did not i did not get a chance (laughs) to see a lot of movies in the summer of 2008 just because we were out in the middle of michoacan and we just couldn't make it to morelia or any of the bigger cities to watch any movies but i'll always remember just sort of being online being on imdb and just seeing like well what's coming out and i will always remember this was counter programming to the dark knight and Same summer of 08, mm-hmm. The Dark wild. Knight was the biggest movie of, I mean, at, yeah. probably then, the past, like, decade. Yeah. yeah. Probably since, like, one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was counter-programming to The Dark Knight. Yeah. So, um... I will say perfect counter-programming. Yeah. Like, it's... It's, 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 it's like, like the definition yeah. of, of, counter, yeah. Of, yeah. of counter-programming. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did not see this in the theater. I did see The Dark Knight in Mexico. I went to it in, uh... <laughs> Because that, of course, was playing. I saw it in a like mall, same day a mall in it's Guanajuato. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I saw The Dark Knight, and I did not see Mamma Mia. I'm going to say something that I have never uttered on this podcast. <laughs> All right. I rented this movie from a Redbox. <gasps> wow. Later in the year. So yeah. I watched it on video, and I feel like I missed out not seeing it with a crowd because I watched it by myself. In my sad basement apartment in Missoula, <laughs> it's, and I it think just you wasn't a lot of it. It just yeah. wasn't as fun. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I feel like 
for that reason, it's probably why I never really flipped for it when it came out. Yeah. I feel like I didn't really come around to the movie until the sequel, the sequel came yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which the two of us did yep. see the theater and was wild. Insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see this in the theater either. Uh, I just kind of feel like at that point in my life, I was like aware of the show and then just like, Oh, okay. They're making a movie of that. All right, fine. Abba. I like Abba. They're there, but I never really was super into it. Is your mom into Abba? No. Surprising. I know because my mom is a your very mom big loves disco. disco fan. Mm-hmm. She loves disco music. So share. This movie does have um, um, your mom and your aunt's name written all oh, over it. Yeah, this is I'm a, sure uh, they'd love it. This is, a, this is like Margie, this is uh, ultimate special. Aunt Margie cinema. This is an Aunt Margie special for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I, I didn't get around to seeing it in theaters. I definitely saw The Dark Knight in theater. That was wild. How many times did you see The Dark Knight in the theater? Just twice. I saw it twice too. <laughs> twice. Yeah. Um, I saw it with the entire Aspect Ratio crew in like at the at the Grove. Um, is that when they were throwing candy? They were throwing everything. Everything uh, in the audience. Mama, mm-hmm. they were throwing, like, there was lightsabers. There was, like, every. it was uh, cross, it was insanity. I you remember, can't do that shit in the movies anymore. No, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that story. Yes. The Dark Knight, this Dark Knight showing was so insane. There was a guy who, like, bought a shitload of candy from, like, the concessions. And he, like, went to the front and was just like throwing it like beads at Mardi Gras, like into the crowd, like, I've, like a Rocky Horror. Yes, like and it was, I mean the movie hadn't started yet, yeah. but it was like we were all waiting. There were so many people, and everybody was just like, you know, I'm telling you, it was like nuts. Right? I mean, I'm sure that there's something similar going down, going on down the hall at Mamma Mia. Yeah, at the Maybe. Grove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the gays and the ants. I think last year or like right after 2021, maybe one of my uh, good friends, Chris, he rented out a theater. At the Alamo Love and it. threw his a, a birthday party Love and it. played Mamma Mia. Love it. Uh, so it was just like 50 uh, like homosexuals and girls. <laughs> uh, and we it was a, a rowdy screening. We were like singing yeah. along. We got up in the aisles and danced. Um, <laughs> at some point, like we did poppers to Christine Baratsky doing Does Work. Your Mother Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, the, probably the best. I think the best number of the movie. Oh, uh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's one... I think that's it's a better number than like the ABBA version. Um, ah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I have to. So, Scott, did you show me this movie before we went to go see Here We Go Again? We then? watched it before. Had you not? Yeah. Maybe you I hadn't. Had maybe seen, you hadn't even seen Mamma Mia until no. 2018 yeah. before we saw. I it. I think I didn't that watch tracks. it until we went to yeah. go see. And this is the not the sequel. type of movie that you and your friends are going to in 2008. No, no, me and my like, friends like particularly. Like, yeah, peak yeah. going out time, you're not sure. going to Mamma Mia. No, mm-hmm. right, right. And to, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, there's this period. I would be, I would be dragging, I would, I would be dragging you to that movie there in was 2008. A, yes, you would have, but we didn't know each other. There was a period of the mid-2000s when I was in my 20s and 30s that I wasn't going to a lot of movies. <laughs> I was doing other things, <laughs> and those things didn't uh, – yeah, there were different things. Um, so there was a time in my going out you know, life when movies were the, the top priority, and especially something like this. But now having seen it, this shit is bananas. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just, no, but I, I love movies that are just kind of this – 
batshit just because I I like sitting down and just being like, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I, <laughs> wait I, a minute. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's interesting because it's clearly like – so like the stage show, it's like, okay, yeah. we have these songs. Yeah. How can we like shape yes. – Sure. Exactly. How can we Something make a narrative out of all of these Abba songs? Because the mm-hmm. lyrics are so specific. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's like this shit was written for yeah. this script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or, I mean, yes, but, or, or they just, I, I, in my opinion, they just like kind of formed the right. basis of a plot of like, okay, how can we go from this song yes. to this song yes. to this song? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think works well on stage, but mm-hmm. like making mm-hmm. the jump into a movie where like yes. the rules are kind of a bit different. Because um, when when you're at a when you're at a uh, a theater production, you're not sitting there thinking, okay, so Amanda Seyfried and Meryl are American. Where did she go to school? Sure, like well, and also, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, also you don't care, and and the the, the, the producers I think, of I think the show are the not, suspense of disbelief. They, yeah, like, you, you have just a little like, more. Don't leeway. think about that yeah, shit. Yeah. It's an, we're not we're not getting. Well, we're not going. And there. I was discussing with a friend today of that uh, the West End production came out in '99, so you can almost assume that the first movie takes place in '99. If you're going to be a stickler for like a timeline. If you're going to be movies, a stickler mm-hmm. for Andy Garcia being yeah. born in 1955. Yeah. And, and that's when they supposedly met. And yeah. that's uh-huh. when they had their love yeah, affair yeah, in yeah. 1959. No, it's, no, it bends time <laughs> and space, and yeah. it's like ages don't exist. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It exists in all time and no time exactly. at the same time. No, no, no. This, <laughs> again, the, we were talking about the credit sequence where like everyone in all timelines are just together. And, and, it's, it's, a, like, it's, and it's a great and curtain it's, call. It's the and beauty it's so of it. Fun. It's like, oh, it's... We almost no we almost don't care that Cher uh, and Meryl Streep are contemporaries playing mother Except and daughter. That, yeah. no. <laughs> Less than, I mean, probably like five years apart yeah. in age. Or that, like, canonically, <laughs> Meryl's mom is dead in the first movie. And that, like, a, right. like, sure. a, like a strict uh, Catholic. Yes. And in the second one, she I, is, like, yeah. this Vegas showgirl. <laughs> that's Cher. And it's... You know, like, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one and of it had been 10 years, yeah. so you're yeah, just like, I have yeah, a vague yeah. memory of her mentioning her mother, yeah. but who cares? Yeah, the, yeah. The, true, the true fans know, but... Yeah. <laughs> the real ones were sitting the there going, what the fuck? Like, yeah. oh, oh, you better. I was one of those. Uh, but... She's dead. <laughs> yep, yeah. Yeah, and I was also like, oh, that's not how they said she met this guy mm-hmm. in the first one. Like, that's the, the stories are... Sure. Uh, but... Okay. Like... So all right. Matter. So I know we're about half an hour into this podcast, but just a brief, real quick kind of synopsis. Who wants to take like a two minute? What the hell is the first Mamma Mia about? Jorge, okay, I, I'll, yeah. I'm yeah. happy to take it. Go. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hopefully I'm not timed. But <laughs> no, you're not timed. So there's this young girl called Sophie. Yes, played by. Oscar nominee Amanda Seyfried, mm-hmm. um, not for this movie, or maybe she should have, <laughs> um, who's about to get married, uh, but before, she lives in this remote Greek island with her mother, Donna, right. who runs a, like a, a, a villa, a, a, a small uh, decaying hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of before Airbnbs became, became a, a thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and they live there again. What education? Like, what is, yeah. what is their life like? <laughs> who knows? But they live... In the, uh, this island, Kalakari. Um, and she wants to get married with her father um, down, like, walking her down the aisle. But mm-hmm. she doesn't know who her father is. So in doing some research, she went through her mother's stuff. 
uh, which I don't know if anyone should go through your I'm, parents' no. stuff. No, I don't want to um, read that diary. Yeah. Uh, the dot, dot, dots. And she, no. and she came across a diary <laughs> uh, where Donna, in her youth, kind of wrote about this wild summer she had mm-hmm. in which she slept with three different men mm-hmm. uh, and uh, got pregnant shortly thereafter, but she does not know who the father is. Right. Uh, and so Sophie, uh, in what is, I don't know what made her to do this decision, <laughs> uh, but she decides to invite all three men to come to her wedding, pretending to be her mother, um, and sh- to because she is sure that when she sees her father, she will know who it is, uh, in order to, like, have a sense of, like, where she comes from. Right. Uh, and that's kind of, like... That's really the most plot. There kind of the is. kind yeah, of the yeah. sitcom bare bones because yeah, it's like because when they it's arrive, a sitcom. It, it's a sitcom it's setup. It's very sitcom mm-hmm. when they come. Like it's first about uh, like stopping Meryl Streep from finding out they're there, and after mm-hmm. there, it's like okay, they need to leave, but the ferries are not working, and it's like yeah. okay, it's very sitcommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and afterwards, towards the end, it's um, you don't learn who the actual right. father is. Although it's clearly Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's what the movie wants you to sort of yeah, draw exactly. its conclusions, especially and if, and how they cast the both se- of them. And if you see the sequel, it's like, <laughs> oh, young Bill Skarsgård looks exactly like him. Okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all makes a lot of sense. But whatever. Yeah. You don't find and that the true meaning, like the true feeling of belonging was right there with her mother the entire right. time. And it's about a, a mother-daughter story. Right. She decides not to get married and travel the world. But Meryl Streep does end up reconnecting with one of the former flames and it mm-hmm. ends up marrying him. And kind right. of these single guys who get this chance to be a dad, too. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's three men who, in one way or another, have, like, failed at their own fatherhood. It's like Piers Preston got divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Skarsgård uh, kind of, like, is this, like, perpetual single man. Right. And Stellan. F- Stellan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, his name is Bill. That's why. I'm no, there oh, you sure, go. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um, he's like this perpetual single man, and Colin Firth is. We learn he's gay, so he. Right. This is like the most daughter he will ever have. Yeah. Um. So a yeah. very a very my two dads set up Pete. A, a three men and a baby. Three men and yeah. a baby. Yeah. My, yep. mm-hmm. my two dads. We don't care who yeah. the real father is. And We're just this gonna... is not part of the plot, but at the same time, there's. Meryl Streep's old friends, who, the, who she used yep. to have like a girl group with. Best friends cinema. Yeah, <laughs> love uh, all the girl played, group stuff. Played by uh, icons Julie Walters and Christine Baranski. Yeah, who are just like the two kooky best friends yes. who are yeah. there to like enhance shenanigans. They're like almost literally a Greek chorus. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the Greek villagers are the, are the core. Yeah, you're chorus, absolutely right. So you're it's right. Like it's you're right. Forgive um, me. <laughs> the villagers. Oh my god. Yeah. This shit. <laughs> Incredible. So wild. Yeah. Wild. And then, like, there's a fountain that breaks open, and everyone dances in the rain, and it's it probably did a lot of structural damage I was to gonna that say, hotel. The, the, but it's, the foundational repair that's going to be needed for this yeah. villa. For all the bullshit that's happening the weekend of this I wedding. Mean, well, it took, it took 10 years for them to repair it. There you go. Yeah. Sequel, Finally, it's Belladonna. The sequel is about yeah, you know, the grand reopening. At some point, it killed Meryl. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> she could not I remember, she could not I remember the, renovation. the week that that trailer came out. And the big realization that the internet had is... Oh my God, Meryl is dead. Uh-huh. Oh, Donna was, did not survive was, for the sequel. Clearly, Meryl was just like, "You have me I for mean, Scott, five you, days." Did you see how much uh, like distressing of furniture would need to be done to get yeah. this hotel up and running? This shabby chic took, aesthetic took years off her life. Yeah. All that like <laughs> aqua paint, and then just hitting it with a with a Brillo pad. 
It's yeah, a lot. It's or that Jeep just drew off a cliff. Oh my god! That fucking no, no windshield over. on this. No windshield on this. No Jeep. windshield mm-hmm. on this car. Maybe her scarf got like wrangling her own neck. Oh, and she got a, like... a Jane Mansfield. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! So that, that scarf, <laughs> oh, that shawl, that red shawl. One of the most iconic pieces of costuming. In a movie. But, you know, I love what these movies do. They do that thing that a lot of movies do it, but this is, it's very, like, theatrical in that these people are wearing a uniform. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they have their little costume. They're wearing variations yep. of the uniform. Yeah. Christine Baranski has yeah. her iconic bob. Yeah, it's very Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His closet, and it's just the same outfit. And one of them's got glitter. It's one of them doesn't. <laughs> I'm know? assuming that Donna has an entire wardrobe of just overalls? Overalls. denim yeah. overalls. Denim overalls? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The white peasant blouse with the, like, poof yeah, sleeve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. No, wonderful. it's all yeah glitter. It's either the most <laughs> comfortable clothes you've seen, which is, like, denim overalls, yeah. or, like, Glitter boots that yeah. will like make your feet bleed <laughs> yes. if you take three steps. So yes. reading about Meryl's involvement is that I know that I think that she was just a super fan of the musical. So this musical went to Broadway October of two thousand one. Wow! It went to Broadway Look, the month after September eleventh. I, I was gonna say, yeah. what what is gonna bring up the mood of the nation? Exactly, and I think uh, that Abba, Abba. it probably just had a big. It was probably a big deal that it was like Broadway's back, baby. No, of course, go it's see like, Mamma Mia and sing along to Abba. If, if and I'm if, if, I'm joking, but like if you want the most escapist yeah. of escapist yeah. stuff, yeah. like what what else than like going to a fantasy greek island and dance mm-hmm. to abba like, and i uh, and i know that's what meryl said why she really loves the musical mm-hmm. is that yeah. just the escapism in october a month after everything just happened was that it just sort of transported her and she is oh, all in on this movie she, <laughs> mm-hmm. she oh she is committed yeah. she is yeah i I've, I've come back and forth because i think i do think a lot of other women could have done sure <laughs> better not justice but like their own take on the character right that could be um just as good well um, hollywood likes to think that, i mean meryl is a but we decided meryl, that meryl a, is the go-to musical actress right 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 mm-hmm. like she's serviceable meryl is a serviceable singer but i feel like the movies within the past like 15 years really want you to think meryl's a great singer a great singer which yeah. she, and this mm-hmm. movie does not require a, a and, great no. singer right, so right. and i know that it works in roles like ricky and the flash because there's something to be said that she's not great yeah i think it's interesting how hot and cold she is with people in something like into the woods yeah. That yeah. that performance is very, like, divisive with certain people. Or, like, The Prom. Sure. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, the most miscast movie of all time. <laughs> I mean, talk uh, about a movie that needed people like Christine Baranski to be in it. Oh, I, I think mm-hmm. the the big problem about The Prom is that it's overcast. Like, yeah. it, you do oh, not absolutely. need A-list mm-hmm. people. Like, Christine Baranski would be perfect. Like, my, my ideal cast for those two female roles was Catherine O'Hara and Jane Krakowski. In the uh, Meryl and I was Nicole thinking, roles, I was thinking BB Newworth as the Nicole Kidman character. Oh, mm-hmm. because of the Chicago. Posse. I think so. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, but Low you know, it's, it's like guy. you need like character actresses that sure. are like yep. you, you do not need multiple Oscar winners for that. And well, the uh, James Corden of it all, we don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We don't need him at all. You know, like Nathan Lane was right there. Um, <laughs> exists you know, exactly. um, so what are some of your favorite numbers of the movie i think that oh, we kind boy. of talked about yeah i mean one money 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 just because of how formative it was for me um 
I do love Does Your Mother Now. It's like Christine Baranski doing high kicks and like bl- <laughs> like literally blowing a bunch that's of That's the one on the beach with the guys? Yeah. I think that's great. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dancing Queen is iconic. Yeah. It's like them making the way down the... I mean, the, uh, I mean the that's dock. the ultimate yeah, Abba song. That, yeah, like, that is I mean, the Abba song. It's like, that is like, it's like Merle's Wedding. It's like exactly. nothing can, can compare to Dancing Queen. Yeah. And it's... Um, you know, they for the sequel they bring back the lady carrying the sticks which that, is throws, like, the that throws the bundle of sticks. It's oh, like, I it's, love it's her! Incredible. <laughs> uh, and and they like for the sequel they literally had recreated the first. Sure. So like it's a iconic number. Yeah. Um. So is Dancing Queen. I love Voulez-vous. I I I'm a sucker for like big group choreo drummer. Okay. Uh. So Voulez-vous with that like circle like encircling Amanda and then she passes out. Mm-hmm. Um. That is that is great. Um, how about you guys? Um, I think that the the big. Christi- I, I do love the winner takes it all. So. Sure. <laughs> um, I think what's the what's the song Christine Baranski sings? Does your mother know? I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. and probably the other one being Dancing Queen. Yeah. Pete, what about you? Um, I just really like uh, the song. Um, Super Trooper. I just love Super Trooper. I love Super Trooper. I like Super Good. Trooper in this movie, and <laughs> I, like, I like how it's yeah. done, and, and here we go again a little yeah. more. I, the, I I think number-wise, I like the second one better. Yeah. Because it's the, clo- it's the curtain call. It's a curtain call, and just an overall. Like I think I like the numbers in, in Here We Go Again more. Right, right. Because um, they're a bit more polished. Which yeah. is, I think, I mean, a lot of the charm sure. of the first one is that it's like, Everybody's not that it's, great of a singer, and that's, it's, it's and that's very, sort of the charm. And I in it. say yeah. this the most lovingly. I adore this movie, but it's very community theater. Uh, and it's you know, it's, I mean, when we're watching this like, movie, we're just like, oh, are they really making Pierce sing? Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> like you're like, really SLS doing it to this poor guy. Painful, but it's fun. <laughs> I, I I actually really like slipping through my fingers. I think that's a very um, emotional moment in the movie. That's when they're getting together. Uh, in the like, she's helping her getting ready for the wedding sure. dress, and like, oh, like what's the big I song think, that that Colin sings? I really like that Abba song. Um, our last summer, I think so. Yeah, like when they're all in the boat. Yeah, yeah, so that's our on the last boat. summer. That's a great song. Uh, I mean, Mamma Mia, it's, it's yeah, it's a classic, you know, yeah. and it's very fun to see just Meryl giving it all in that roof um, with the villagers around her. Um, honey, honey, is you know, it's fun um i don't know it's i mean waterloo the oh, sure. yeah. credit sequence yeah, of this yeah. which is like that's truly when everyone just lets loose yeah and yeah. like let's put everyone in spandex and like <laughs> all right dance i'm gonna ask you a really hard question <laughs> what's the more ultimate abba movie this movie or meryl's wedding mm. i have more of a background of meryl's wedding so i kind of so, have to go with that so i think <laughs> I think they're companion piece, and this is not like a cop out, but I think as a mo- as a like dramatic narrative movie, like Muriel's sure. Wedding, yeah. it's you can't beat. It's like it's is it like incredible. is it like is it like picking between children? <laughs> a little, but like I think what like the argument that Muriel's Wedding makes about Abba about how like when your life is so dreary and sad, all you can turn to is Abba. Yeah, yeah. like. Mamma Mia kind of exemplifies that. So, sure. So I was trying okay. to find... You know, that's so a good... I yeah, was, that's like, good. I was trying to find Abba the Movie on streaming. Oh, Nowhere to weird. be found. It's Nowhere to be found. Movie. Abba the Movie, which is like a concert movie 
of it's, their tour. Is it mainly from their Australian leg? It's it's all it's half a docu- uh, music documentary. Sure. It's half a narrative film. Oh. This kooky um, narrative. So yeah, it's about it's it's a weird movie. Uh, directed by Lasse Holmstrom, yep. who directed all their wow. music videos. Love um, it. It's about this. It's very like the Beatles movies. You know, I was going to say, it sounds like, like Hard Day's Night. It's very of, Hard Day's yeah. Night. It's about a, a music journalist who is trying to get an interview with ABBA. Okay. Uh, and he just chases them through the Australian tour. Okay. So but he keeps missing them. So, so he's, it's a little Spice World. It's a little Spice World. Well, okay. Which is all um, <laughs> but it, and it's intercut with like live performances of them doing Yeah, that. for some reason. I mean, um, it must be a weird music thing that it's just not available to yeah. rent on any streaming yeah. platform. Yeah, I think I when I watched, I probably like got it through back channels. But mm-hmm. um <laughs> But it's it's weird. It's great because it, you get to see them like perform, and it's like at a point where like a lot of their stuff hadn't come out, so it's just like their catalog sure. up to a point. And you know, um, what, okay. and you know, what Pete and I find fascinating about ABBA is just what massive stars they are in Australia. Like they were, they were huge, they were in, Australia. huge in Australia. Yeah. It's it's a through line, obviously, through Muriel's wedding, you, but they're also huge on Kath and Kim, and like, yeah. There, there's a stage version of Muriel's wedding in Australia. Yep, love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard the album. Like, the, the I had cast, someone the, send me the cast <laughs> album, um, and ABBA are actual characters in them. They're oh. like hallucinations of Muriel, who like guide that, like guardian angel love that that's cute <laughs> i love that um so they like four people like actually play the members of abba sure. that are like guiding the story it's i love that pete and i like to fight about who's the agnetha and who's the and who's the frida i was not frida well one thing's for sure i was not frida no you were benny and bjorn because you looked like them i was agnetha you, you were frida i'm going home come on sharon no. <laughs> just kidding that's well, actually I... that's actually just from from an episode I, of Catherine Coe. I could not tell you who was who. I if if is, you got is that the blonde? I think the blonde. Okay. Oh, see, I was going to yeah. say Frida is the blonde. Frida is the brunette. Okay. Um, and then there's Benny and Bjorn, who and Bjorn. I know have a big hand in the songwriting, and I think that they had the most involvement with the movies, right? Yes. So Benny and Bjorn wrote the like almost their entire like it was the two of them and another guy. And what a catalog um, of just the. I mean, yeah, the girls actually did not write the songs or any deep. of them. They they sure. just like um, do that. They just like do the vocals. Sure. Um, but Benny and Bjorn are like in charge of all the music, like both music and lyrics. Um, and yeah, they they were the they are the ones that had speared the musical. Uh, well, and this like super producer uh, called Judy Kramer, who was who's like the mastermind behind okay. the entire Mamma Mia complex like industry or complex <laughs> um but no benny and Bjorn, like yeah Industrial they machine like they both have cameos in both movies um, oh okay so they, where are they in mamma mia they are in in waterloo there's a cut to like people dressed as greek gods God oh and it. i think that yeah. isn't also rita wilson yeah because they are like saint rita she's in she's like she <laughs> and, and rita's her, like all she, in on yeah. on being greek yeah yeah like, no she because of her we, we have wedding. gotten yep, yeah. this in my big, fa- big, big yeah, wedding. so yeah. like we love her and yeah and in the sequel they are like two of the teachers in the okay. opening number okay um but yeah no i mean what i love and now i'm gonna go into my abba discourse but uh <laughs> i'm wearing an abba shirt right now um Work. like i just love how they're the most their lyrics read to me very English as a second language. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're very, like, 
they're deep and there's like they say a lot of things, but like in a very specific cadence that is like English is not our first language, but this is how we are able to like express ourselves. Sure. And I think that's why it resonates with so many people globally, not just like English speaking, like everyone in the world. Okay. Um so yeah, it feels very like high school assignment, like write a song <laughs> and like it's you're really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's you know, the the way they form sentences and the and words some of that the, they and, use. Yeah, and some and of those like, melodies are just exactly. so iconic. Yeah. Um Pete, I played it for you earlier, but do you remember the Abba Gold? commercial i do i remember that i remember watching television in the early 90s and always seeing abba gold in 1974 a little known swedish group set out to become one of the biggest selling bands of all time now comes the ultimate collection abba gold the songs and memories of a generation have been born again I feel like I remember yeah. seeing the commercials for Ava Gold and just being like, okay, this is just a band from the 70s, like, and not really having any reference for them. And then I remember the advent of Ace of Base. Yep. And wow. everybody's saying, yep. oh, it's the second coming of ABBA. Well, you know what? Don't get it twisted, bitch, because Ace of Base has, count them, two singles. They got the sign, and they got all that you want. All that you want, and that's all that she wrote. I mean, and Abba, like, bitch, how oh many? No. Abba has yeah. Abba how many Abba has more Abba Gold. Yeah. They go deep. Abba, Abba just released an album. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Two full movie soundtracks, um, like yeah. full of songs. Do you? Are you guys aware of Abba Voyage? Is that <laughs> is that the hologram show <laughs> in Abba England is right it now? An Abba Cruise? <laughs> no, it's it's a no, it's a hologram this show. Is, this is where this show, mm-hmm. this shirt is from. Uh, okay, that. tell us. So, I mean, uh, I thought they only do hologram shows for people that are dead. <laughs> or no, people that just don't want to... It's a... I will... Okay. okay. You just lay it out. the person okay. for me to <laughs> lay it out. So Ava Voyage is a, like an immersive concert experience. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was made by the guys who did all the Star Wars and Avatar movies. Okay. So like by uh, the Lucasfilm. I don't know what the... Industrial the Light and Industrial Magic. Light, yeah. All of them. So they um, basically got the... Back together, and we're mm. like, okay, just we're gonna mocap you for Love a full it. concert. Love it. And then we're gonna build like a show around Spice it. Spice Girls, take note. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And so they built an arena in London, uh-huh. in like the out, not the outskirts, but like in a, in a, uh, like the, the west side of London. Um, they built an arena. It's like a 5,000 people uh, arena. Uh-huh. Um, and now there's like a permanent. ABBA show that you just go. Wow. It's like a 90, you know, 90 minutes. You go. I went, I was there last summer because um, I was like, I can't, like, yeah. I, it's my pilgrimage. Go. That's yeah. like my Mecca. That's uh, <laughs> like the, um, and yeah, and it's, it's like, it's both, there's both like a big, big dance floor and like a stadium seating. I was in the dance floor and it's, you know, I, I walked in and you, I, I can show you pictures later, but like, there's like this big screen in front. And I was like right there, and I'm like, this, this, no, this is gonna look fake. This is gonna like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, not gonna be able. Like, it's gonna look pixelated. It's mm-hmm. gonna look like what not. And then like the show starts, and literally, there's no other way I can describe it other than like I saw Abba Live in 1975. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's yeah. there's dimension, there's depth, there's texture. Yeah, their hair moves like with 
their costumes. They have costume changes. They have banter in between songs. Like, what witchery um, are they doing at ILM yeah. exactly. to no, make this possible? Incredible. They do it with uh, Daisy Ridley in Rise of, Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> oh, sure. There's a, yeah. there's a, a yeah. hologram for that. And, and I, bitch, I was in that line going... How in the fuck? No, Everybody's walking around, and I'm like, go peek, trying to get a look it's, behind. No, it's insane. How? And then How? It's, it's a concert. It's a full concert. And again, yeah. there's custom changes. They like come in and out, and they talk to you and whatnot. Uh, but <laughs> at some points, they it also becomes like because it's full of screens all around you. So it also becomes like an immersive experience, and you're like in the middle of a music video. Then like oh, wow. they're like eight feet high. Then they're like you're mm-hmm. part of like a video game almost, where you're like following them. It's like. It's it's one of it's probably top three experiences wow. of my lifetime, um, and the audience was a mix of like young preteens to like sixty year old people because it just spanned all generations. Yeah, and, like yeah. women, like old, like middle aged women next to me were crying, and I was crying with them, and it was just <laughs> it was magical. And wow. like it's if you're in, in Europe and you can go, like it's yeah, it's what? like going to the theater. Like a, a ticket is like going to a theater. Okay. It's so yeah. worth it. It's, you- and and it's smart. Sorry, I was gonna say, um, that it's like a permanent residence. Even they're alive, That's, but like yeah. even if they were to die, their concert is still sure. There. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like I think this is actually also really forward looking when it comes to no absolutely sure technology. yeah exactly. Yeah. Take note, Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. if you want to make um, some exactly. if you if you want to make some coin, but don't actually want to go out on tour. Exactly, and it's gonna and and the arena is collapsible. So it's made to tour, and uh, I think yeah. it's going to come to the U.S. like next year. Oh, so it's, where do you think it's going to come? I would fully go- in Vegas. the United States. Vegas. Vegas. I mean, That's got Vegas uh, written it's, all it's over. Probably. I mean, yeah. if it's touring, it's definitely going to hit like New York and LA. And LA. At some point. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's. But I could see it's even staying. I I will be an almost famous and follow them around. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to I Stockholm for the Apple Museum? <laughs> I haven't. No. <laughs> I have merch from the Apple Museum Ooh. without having been there, but. Love it. All right, yeah, um, and that's my TED talk. That, no, that's great. <laughs> that's that's wonderful because I was not familiar with that, and that I was familiar with it. Kind of yep. amazing, mm-hmm. um, and I would love to see it when it does hit the United States. Uh, I would like to talk a little bit about her three dads. Okay, so we can get into them. <laughs> yeah, where um, do we want to start? I well, who's introduced first? Pierce. Yeah, because there's like that quick montage yeah. earlier, and um, Pierce is kind of the they're one all that kind of thrown in. A, like, is kind of the one that uh, I he's I, the main. Dad. I guess that she ultimately <laughs> ends up with. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like dad. the love interest. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the, so yeah. it, and like he's the, the one, one that got away. He, he's the one that yeah. got away. Like yeah. even and in the sequel, it's very mm-hmm. much established that like she he's the one that like she really like fell sure. for. It's the right. it's the kid um, from Warhorse. He has like the ex girlfriend or something. From Stonewall, he's the one that threw the first brick. Not the one that threw the first brick at Stonewall. <laughs> Look, that I I will argue he did more for gay rights with Mamma Mia too. Uh, sure. Absolutely, so, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, that's kind of what's great about the sequel is that you know you get this story of like her and all and these three and these three men and in in this movie in Mamma Mia in, in Mamma Mia the first it's Mama Mia the first <laughs> like Elizabeth the first yeah exactly <laughs> um you know i'm getting to a certain age um and you know sometimes you see people that you haven't seen in a while and you're just like oh bitch we're getting old <laughs> bitch what when did when the fuck did this happen uh and, not all, most of my friends, uh, like me, are aging quite gracefully, and you wouldn't be able to tell. But every now and then, I see somebody, and I'm like, "Girl, 
Oh, you got to get yourself to Dr. Zismore <laughs> stat. But, you know, there's also that thing to be said when you have a relationship with somebody and no matter how much time has passed, when you do see them again, sure. even if they do look old and ragged, to you, you're still seeing that young person. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. that on the show with actors like Ray Liotta or uh, John Travolta. Uh, mm-hmm. That our mothers love. That our moms our love. Our moms yep. just yeah. ride or die <laughs> for these men and we're just like, gross! Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but the, to them, you know. Yeah. Me um, with Zac Efron in 20 years. I so mean, like- <laughs> my Zacky Poo, I still stand. I mean, I don't care about the jaw and all that and the crazy uh-huh. face. He's He still looks great. Um, but the three actors that they chose for this movie are, I mean, arguably, like, three of the most, yeah. like, handsome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah. Like, even at this age, like, Pierce Brosnan, shit. Yeah. He looks fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looks like, great. He mm-hmm. looks so good. Yeah. Daddy Pierce. He only gets mm-hmm. better with age. You know, Colin Farrell, I know. I know that, like, the smart girls Colin love Colin Farrell. Colin Firth. I'm sorry. And also, and also Pierce Brosnan Colin is one Firth. of those actors that is older than you think he is. Oh, is he yeah. like 70? <laughs> I, he is 80 years old. No. He's he not 80, but yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like no, he yeah, was on know, Remington yeah, Steel in the eighties, yeah. in the eighties, and he yeah. was like in his late thirties, probably. Yeah, so he's fully like in his middle to middle to later sixties. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Um, Colin Firth, I know, is your your thinking girl's sure. uh, love yeah. interest. Your mm-hmm. girl with the library card loves Colin Firth because of the whole. They lose uh, their damn mind over over Pride and Prejudice. Pride, Pride and Prejudice. Prejudice. Yep. Yeah, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To to me, Colin Firth has kind of a funny voice. He kind of sounds like yeah. he's doing like a, a like an like a character, just in general. Just in general. Oh, like in this movie. Uh, yeah, it's I don't know what it is. It, it might be just his specific accent. What that part he has. of what part of England he is I, from? I'm not sure what part of England he is from, mm-hmm. but he's got a very specific accent, and he does a couple of interesting things. Um, but I know that Pierce Brosnan is Welsh. Okay, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe he is. Uh, but 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 Colin Firth. Still would hit it. Yeah, no. Still would of course. It. And I mean, and Stellan Skarsgård. I was Googling young photos of Stellan Skarsgård. I mean, fuck? that's why all his offspring look like and that. that. And that man could ruin my life. Mm-hmm. Today. Yep. Yeah, no. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård I mean, there, again, there's a reason why all his children look like yes, the way they do. Yes, absolutely. So and I like all his character. All of these boys that he has yeah. like, sprung forth onto yeah. us. Thank you, yeah, Stellan. Exactly. And whoever your wife Probably is. Probably has <laughs> just been with beautiful... Swedish women, yeah, like Scandinavian yep. women, yeah, uh-huh. just like giving yeah, the us, gene pool, yeah, these like six four and above, like yeah. <laughs> I like his character. He's kind of kooky, and he has this boat too, sure. yeah, yeah, and that's his yeah. thing. Yeah, he's the guy. He's he, the he's yeah. the older guy and, at the and, boat, and a uh, uh, tattoo in the butt. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, we get a little ass, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. a little stellar yeah, ass. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't give a fuck how he's he's old, whatever. He's still still in Skarsgård, and yeah. I'll tell. I'm here for it. I mean, they can all live on this island with me. Get out of here. As, oh, yeah. And, and just yeah. be yeah, all yeah. of my husbands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, their their singing prowess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, but, like, I mean, they tried. Yeah, they sure as fuck did. Yeah. And uh, worthy tries. And again, you can tell that they are having fun, even do you, when. Do you think it was on the table? Like, maybe we'll bring in vocal doubles. Um, and like, I think if Pierce it was on the no. table, 
it would have been done. I, right? yeah. I feel like if, so. if that would have been offered to Pierce, he probably would have taken it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I wonder why not? Maybe they're just like everybody's saying. I'm sure that he was like, that was an it. option. I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he won a Razzie for this. Did he? He won oh. a Razzie. Fuck for the Razzies. I mean, fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Fuck yeah. them. But like, Bunch of nerds. Bunch of dorks. Bunch of fucking dorks. Yeah, no, we hate them. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He, he did win that. I mean, much like... My Zachy Pooh did not sing in the first High School Musical. He sure did not. He did sing in the sequels. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Not but I think that he sings in. Yeah. Um, he did not he... go on tour with them. For the... Well, he had he had shit to do. <laughs> he was like he, he was making. I want to say that he was making like releases. was he making like seventeen again <laughs> at the time? No, I think that's post the second one, right? Oh, oh. Yeah. I think he. I think they did not bring him on tour. They because they brought the singing voice. Oh wow. Oh, I think they really were. I like, want a refund. If I went to that and I didn't get Zach yeah, Efron, yeah, yeah. I would have been mad. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, famously. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, that. well, speaking, I of, knew he didn't sing speaking of High School Musical, yes. I feel like this is classic dry bar cinema, or you're at the LGBT <laughs> Center, and there's on, and there's just a movie, and there's just a movie on as you're waiting to be called <laughs> yeah, in to, yeah, yeah. to Every, like everybody. Everybody remembers the, the last movie no, that was on when you were in the waiting room at the LGBT Center. It's always. Selena, <laughs> or the Birdcage, or Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. Oh, like interesting. I, I've or got, Charlie, or, I've, or one of the Charlie I've gotten, Angels. I've gotten, uh, I've gotten Simpsons but, episodes. I've gotten Freaky Sim- Friday with Simpsons. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And we were last there, uh, High School Musical 3. I feel I like I just got regular cable. I feel like I went once and got like Transformers or something. Mm, yeah, now I was the, like, what's going on? I got Change curation. This. I got <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, like, but no, but I swear, like two out of three times to Selena. Love it. Um, <laughs> they know they're on. Yeah, again, they s- s- see me walk in and they're like they're like flip like, it, flip it, flip, 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 get He's out here. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Mamma Mia is definitely something. It is a, it is a staple of basic cable. But it's going to be on when you're getting your nail when like your mom's getting <laughs> getting her nails done. Well, and on that's, mute. <laughs> look, it, that's one. It's it's verse. Hey, um, yes, yes. It's because it, it's that. It's perfect plane movie. Oh sure, Both of them are ideal plane, plane movie. movie. It's ideal plane movie. Yeah. I've I've timed my flight so that. Super super start when I hit <laughs> okay the landing. I love it. Um, so yeah, it's it, it. You can just like literally, it's it's drunk at two a.m. Mm-hmm. with McDonald's movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's pre-game movie like Let's Get Ready to Get Out. It's you know. It's, so this is yeah. kind of a good it segue. Fits all of those. This is kind of a good segue. I'm uh-huh. going to run down counter programming. So I. We mentioned this at the top about. of the show, so I will always think of The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia in the same sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because when they were released, I remember thinking even at the time, that is very interesting that they were cornering in on both of those markets on the same weekend. And you know what? It fucking worked. Well, I was going to say, Mamma both Mia movies did, did a made shit. a lot of money. That the boys are going to go see The Dark Knight and the... Gays and the straight and the, women, and the, and the other going, boys, that <laughs> are going to go see Mamma Mia. And I've always been fascinated with stuff like that. The, mm-hmm. Just sort of the film programming that maybe you don't see as much, but we are getting Barbie and Christopher we Nolan on the same Barbie weekend this summer. Oppenheimer. That is so, and insane. Same boys and gays and girlies. Oppenheimer go. better not go. back off that weekend because that's how it needs to be. Oh, it, it won't back off. I think it knows. No. I think it knows and it's capitalizing. They've on had it. I they, think it's like, they've had that goddamn post 
poster with the countdown, with the countdown timer countdown for the last City eight Walk. months. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they can't back yeah, off now. Yeah, I'm gonna add time to it. So I was I was <laughs> doing a Google search. I kind of had to do some legwork on this because there's really been no articles written. Interestingly enough, about, about just big counter programming. Well, you so just got a spec article. I to was. Submit to the Wall I, I mean, Journal. I have. I have something to <laughs> submit to to BuzzFeed or yeah. something. Uh. Or yeah, to BuzzFeed if they need something. So yeah. So Mama Me and the Dark Knight, both of those worked out. Another Batman movie, Batman v Superman: Donna Justice, opened the same weekend as my Big Fat Greek Wedding two. I remember when I was writing for a blog at the time. I had I reviewed both of those movies. Love it. So You're the one. I watched them both in the same week, and um, Batman versus Superman. Oh right? no! Is that what you said? Batman v Superman. Oh no! I don't think or- that. I don't think that I reviewed Batman versus Superman, man, but I definitely saw them in the same week. Okay, mm-hmm. and then. Uh- Big Fat Greek Wedding. Do you think Rita too. Wilson saw Batman, Batman versus Superman? <laughs> I hope so. At some point. Chet Hanks, definitely. Chet went to Batman v Superman. He was like, I'm not supporting and maybe my mother. They, oh. <laughs> my stepmother. <laughs> no, that's his real mom, isn't it? Is he? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It is. Read us. Oh, because Colin is from another marriage. Colin from the first wife. Colin is the one, yeah. The first wife. So, yeah, Chet definitely was, I'm like, sorry, mom. I am. I'm out. I'm out. I got to go see Batman. Come on the podcast, Chet Hanks. I don't know if we can afford you, though. Chet Nasty? What's his rap name? <laughs> so uh, I'll always remember that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler's sisters open the same weekend as The Force Awakens. <laughs> You'll always remember that. You'll always remember <laughs> that. I'll, I'll always remember that. Rise of Skywalker, another Star Wars movie. Do you remember what it opened against? Rise of Skywalker. It was counter-programming. What, what year was And it this? didn't really work out. Was what that, that was Christmas season. Yep. Christmas of 2019. It seems oh. like... Right before. It, it seems like 10 years right ago. Before. Mm-hmm. Um, what was everybody talking about? December well, of 2019. Well, that was like Knives Out, but that was earlier. Um, what was the big Christmas movie that everybody, that it took them the week of to finish the movie? Oh. What? The week off? Cats. It, it was Cats. It was Cats. Cats. Yeah. Cats. It was Cats was seen yeah. as it counter. It them the premiere day. Cats, yeah. was, Cats was counter-programming to The Rise of Skywalker. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a moment. Yeah, I mean, we no, saw both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only saw one. Um, I definitely saw both of these movies Opening week, The Legend of Tarzan and Finding Dory. Oh, yeah, you did see The Legend of Tarzan. I have no idea. Was that the Skarsgård one? Yep, I have no idea why I saw The Legend of Tarzan and IMAX opening day, but I did. Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> I mean, in, like, in a loincloth? In a loincloth. He's, he's not, not in a loincloth. They are teared off pants. He's, and I was very disappointed when wearing, I went to it. But I, mean, but I understand why you would go watch it. Yeah. He's I, wearing tattered khakis a la, like, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Lame. Um, I was looking up Lord of the Rings counter programming. Uh, not another teen movie was came out the same weekend of Fellowship of the Ring. Work. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. Work. Now I feel like this the spoof movie does not get a nationwide Christmas release. But oh, I mean, yeah. well now there are no spoof there, movies. Yeah. There's like, no there's no real so spoof yeah. movies. Um, I was looking at the counter programming to the Two Towers. Two weeks notice. Sandy Bullock. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Mona Lisa Smile. Wow. Return of the King. Wow. So you could go see Julia. Wow, that's my fellowship. Julia and, and all my girls. The, the, and Mona Lisa Smile. Or go see the, my, Return of the King. Wanna, like, I don't know which one is the gayer movie. It might be a bit of a toss up. Oh, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good call, man. Um, speaking of Pierce Brosnan, uh, Chamber of Secrets and Die Another Day were released in the same week. 
Oh. What? They were it was counter really programming. So wow. you got James Bond versus Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's Bond, insane to two me. Two British icons. I mean. But I but the most important thing about that weekend is the soundtrack to Die Another Day. <laughs> the, the Madonna song? Madonna yes. fencing with herself. <laughs> Mocha Latte. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, that's a different. That's, that's, oh, wait a minute. What song that's is American that? American Life or something? Oh, no, it's yeah. Die Another Day. Oh, that is she, that is American Life. Wait, does she talk about drinking a soy latte and? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, that's a different. No, song. that's a different song. No, yeah. Die Another Day is when she's fencing with herself. Yes, that's that's yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but he's talking about drinking a soy latte and doing yoga and Pilates. And you know, I'm satisfied. And you know, she's feeling fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, do you know what the romantic comedy that was counter-programmed to The Phantom Menace? They weren't quite released in the same week, but oh, it was God, within two weeks. 99? 99. Oh, I don't know. You could tell me anything. It's Julia. It's Notting Hill. Uh, I, I was going to guess a Julia. But. Yep. So yeah, counter-programming. I mean, something that I Is think... Is it a thing of the past? I mean, we're getting Barbie we're getting and... Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. We're getting yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer. Wow. But it's something I, but that I you, think that's the big one that we... something yeah. that you don't see as much anymore. Just because I think mainly... Movies, movie studios are just chicken about. Yeah, they don't want like yeah. no one wants. They to don't want to lose. They don't want to yeah. lose Dolby screens or IMAX. Sure, showings. Sure. Mm-hmm. So no, is nothing coming out against Little Mermaid? I mean, Little Mermaid a is a lot of Little stuff Mermaid is, is, is Memorial Day. Okay. Oh June, yeah, June is a pretty packed month because that's the month of Indiana Jones. Ooh. Oh, that's June. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. I think I think it's the end of June. It's it's like the week before. The Fourth of July, but yeah, okay, June's okay. a pretty packed month. It has okay. a lot of it has a lot of movies in it. Well, Scott, I just want you to know, I will never want to go with you to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to that by myself. <laughs> you see that. Are you planning to you do a, a same day double feature? Oh, oh my gosh, a Barbie and Oppenheimer double. A Barbie and I mean, wow, why not? That's a that's yeah. a movies that made us gay special right there. I think you'd have to do a live. Someone, someone told me that it's very like girls' toy, boys' toy from McDonald's. Mm. Like, oh, sure. Which one? That's which the feel? Yeah. I mean, which one are you going to be asking for? It's definitely, exactly. giving, mm-hmm. it's definitely giving boys um, the boys' toy. What's going to be stuff. in the boys' toy of Oppenheimer? <laughs> the bomb. The bomb. Yeah. Is it? Is it just the bomb? Do you yeah, get you like? Uh, then, do you get like? I mean, drops? I, it's not going to be like a Killian Murphy action figure. No, I was going to say, think, do you do you get like Josh Peck? No, I think like, you like build, documents, like the mm-hmm. bureau. Like, oh, I think the like a the, Manila folder. The bar, the, the 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 Happy Meal like box. You like deconstruct it. Oh, and sure, make and the you tower, and, and you build, and, you, and then you drop, and, and, and you, you build, build the bomb. The bomb. Like okay, yeah, sure. Yes, you have to yeah. go back for multiple visits to complete the set. Because it's like a, it's a no, it's like gravity. The, the blueprints. Yeah. You like you have to complete the blueprints. Oh my god! And it's like 117. Okay, maybe, maybe now I want to see Oppenheimer if the Happy Meal tie-in alone. Pete and I always joke that uh, that cast is so stacked in Oppenheimer that is Ashley Tisdale going to show up and play like well, Mamie Eisenhower? <laughs> when I saw Josh Peck, I was like, "What the fuck? Not Who Ashley are they? Tisdale? Uh, <laughs> She's going to sing of... the theme song. <laughs> oh, oh man." The All the people forget song. Emily Blunt is in that movie. She's yeah. the one f- woman. Yeah, there that's her go. name of a character, woman. Um, <laughs> it's... There's a there's a meme going around that I've seen recently of the two female characters speaking to each other in Lord of the Rings, and it's oh yeah, it's, and it's the mom putting the daughter putting the daughter on the horse. Yeah, and that's it. And that's <laughs> very that. Um, 
But there's a lot of women speaking to each other in Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot does of women this, talking in this, women talking. Does this, yeah. pa- okay. does this pass the Bechdel test because it all revolves around men? Well, there have um, conversations that are not about the men, I think. I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, there's an entire number about that Meryl sings to Amanda. Okay, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when. Mm, <laughs> You're like, no, no it's all about the man. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, plot wise, it does roll around, yeah, like, identity of man. But mm-hmm. I'm sure. It but there's the whole number the, about the about the villa though that's falling apart. Yeah, they're worried about that money. Doesn't have anything to do and, with the men and money, money, money. Yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah. about uh, yeah. Christine Ransky talks about putting donkey semen in her face. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I love the, I love the just beat about Christine Bransky just being all full of plastic surgery. But it's like she doesn't look like she's no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like she's in her fourth husband. Yeah, uh, you know it's okay. So before we wrap up, we should talk about here we go again. So I think here we go again. <laughs> I was watching it right before you came over. I think it's the better movie. I agree. No, I, think it's, I think it's yeah. stronger. Yeah, yeah. I like... I, I think they actually mm-hmm. built a narrative around Yeah. It. Like, instead of just building narrative around the songs, they're and, like, okay, this is the story. And I think the narrative around dog. Donna is yeah. really successful, mm-hmm. too, yeah. of just yeah. sort of Donna's story mirroring, mirroring with, like, Sophie's story. Yeah, no, and it's, yeah. I think it's more emotionally impactful. I think there's, like... Young Donna, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I am a sucker. I'm also a sucker for like a white woman that goes to a foreign country <laughs> and <laughs> makes friends with the locals. <laughs> she yeah, fixes yeah. up a yeah. house like under I mean, the Tuscan sun. This is like under the Tuscan yeah. under like, the Tuscan sun. My type of bullshit. Here's, but yeah. here's my thing, though. It's like this little t- okay. This what is the name of this island? Calicari. It's a small island. They keep referring to the mainland. There's only X amount of ferries per day that go to Calicari. It's a small island. There's this villa that Aunt Sophie owned. And they're just like, yes, white American ladies, come here and make money off of all of us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. us. Yeah, I'm not sure how it expanded from like (laughs) just... The villa to the entire island, right? I don't know, but, but I, I know in places like Hawaii, there's a little bit of contention about yeah, that no. kind of shit. No, of course, but it's like who cares? Look, we don't. Care. I was going to say, if, if I, if an old Greek lady, the, uh, this is what we were saying, were to offer like just move here and like oh, up, I keep would this, I would be, cut, I would drop I would, everything. I would be cutting off my arm. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Ju- yeah. The, mm-hmm. Baby Julie Walter tells her. She goes. Uh, she goes. I'm going to stay. And Baby Julie Walter goes. There's a whole world out there. Bitch, you're in Greece? Yeah. yeah. What? No, exactly. What world? That's the Where? world. That's <laughs> the, the world. world. She, this is an American girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Who is saying, I'm going to stay on a tiny paradise. Yeah, 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 no. In Greece, Incredible. in the Mediterranean, and That's revive a dying That's hotel for That's free. Like, sure. Today she'd get a reality show. Yes. And her friend is saying, but there's a whole world. What the fuck else you wanted to go to the moon? Another world? Underground? Where should she go? And we we take it with the backstory that this is partly why she's not on speaking terms with Cher. Yes. Is that she left home to fix up this villa in Greece. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. Um, Yeah. And then so – and so then we kind of get the – we – it answers questions that are set up in the uh, in the first movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the little girl group that they have. Yep. Aunt Sophie. The Dynamos. Aunt Sophie's mm-hmm. bar. Donna and the Dynamos. Because we see in the first movie 
Donna and the Dynamos like a poster yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. see like costumes. I have that poster and a tote back. Uh-huh. Oh, that's yeah. cute. <laughs> and, and, and my question to Sky as we're watching this, I'm like, where, what, where are they? Where are they doing this? Like, is this like I think college in Vegas? is the answer. Like, just I think college clubs? was the answer. Yeah, the Jersey well, Shore. Well, and, and there's Scott references goes, at the well, beginning of Here We Go Again that yeah. this is like this is like their little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they just do in bars. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, that number's so good. Oh. Yeah. Um. So it, it answers those questions. Uh. It uh, it raises some questions. Maybe it raises more questions yeah. than it answers. Uh-huh, yeah, sure. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay because at the end of the day, we get. Share in this silver wig, yeah, uh, and, and, and and all silver outfit, <laughs> and looking like, incredible. This yeah. blouse, yeah, that she's wearing. Yeah. The- <laughs> I remember, I remember sitting in the theater, and you could sort of tell the wave of excitement when oh, when, when the, the again, helicopter I was, shot. I was there. I was there opening night, <laughs> yeah. the probably the first showing in LA. Yeah, when that helicopter showed. We just and, and the you, shoe. Everybody was like, you, the "No, shoe but like, because there's a shot <laughs> of the helicopter yeah. coming that yeah. before even the shoe, like, oh yeah, and, yeah, and, and we all right. know you're what's right. coming. Yeah, yeah. We just like right. burst into applause yeah. as if like it was, and then the shoe that that <laughs> shoe. Um, there's an uh, uh, it's, I think it's an homage to Moonstruck where she mm. also drops out of the taxi when she's about to go to the opera. Okay, um, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, right. Um, and she's wearing like a high waisted khaki pant and. I can't even describe. Well, first she's in that white pantsuit. Right. Yeah. And she makes that entrance Mm -hmm. and it's like. But uh, grandma, you weren't invited. It's the best kind of, it's the best kind of party to be invited to. (laughs) (laughs) What an icon. That's, that's the way. Okay. So like, I think like story wise and what, like everything, it is stronger, but like, that's how you one up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. And I can just picture the writers in the story meeting of like, do you just want to ask Cher? I wonder if Cher will do it. Well, and Cher had had a relationship with ABBA. Like they collaborated before. Relationship with ABBA. I'm sure that she was a huge fan of musicals. She's best friends with Meryl. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So like it made sense that she would um, do that. And like she promoted the hell out of this. Oh, yeah. If you, if you watch it, I highly recommend this. The, there's a Graham Norton interview uh, that she – it's her and Christine Brands keep promoting the movie together. It's like one of the, my Love go-to it. comfort yeah. interviews because they just like keep gushing over each other. Is it, <laughs> isn't Michelle Pfeiffer on that? I don't remember. On that same episode? I don't think so. Think that would be too be. much star power. That's, that's a lot. Cher um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Because I know that Cher and Michelle Pfeiffer did do Graham Norton together. because they, talk, they briefly talk about Grease 2 and Cher speaks up of how much she loves Grease 2. Of course she does. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think does. that was because I. I, I would remember that. Yeah, that's um, but no. It's, I just remember Christine Marie and Sherry just like being physically very touchy feely <laughs> with each other, which is my favorite thing for actresses to do. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it's 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 a perfect movie. So, um, <laughs> one 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 thing that this movie does that a lot of movies do is that uh, I, I talked about it a little bit before and we, when I mentioned that everybody's in their uniforms, everybody's in their, everybody's in their costume, everybody's yep. in their yep. costume, everybody's in their uniform, but Christine Pransky and uh, Julie, Julie, um, Julie, Walter. Julie Walters, Walters mm-hmm. have not changed hairstyles nope. no. in 40 years. No, of course. <laughs> How else are we going to know also, it's Also, I will say the casting of young Christine Pransky, the young Christine Pransky is one of the wild. best. Yeah. yeah. Like, She's really good. Incredible. Yeah. She gets the voice cadence. Yeah. She gets the, I mean, obviously the Bob does a lot of the work. But, yeah. 
Um, but the, yeah, because I was gonna say the look is one thing. Yeah, but her vocal mm-hmm, performance mm-hmm. is really no, no. selling it. You're like, you okay, know, girl, perfect you, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I, my dream job is to write the threequel. So <gasps> I mean, who's gonna who's gonna be the who is gonna be the stunt cast in the Do third movie? Me? I I can go. I Let's have, hear it. I, I know that I know that you thought have, about this. I have an so, outline. So we've got Debbie Reynolds the, the, as because grandma. Now, well, and also here's the thing: is that <laughs> there's more ABBA songs that they can do. There's more ABBA songs. There's a full new album. Yep, uh, to happen. Um, my stunt casting is now we get to see how Sharon uh, Fernando met. Yes. Okay. Earlier, okay. And it's Lady Gaga. <gasps> love it. Oh, love it. I'm in. As young Cher. I'm in. Um, so we get to see her showgirl beginning. Oh my God. As, and probably uh, my original thought was Oscar Isaac, but now I'm thinking Pedro Pascal for uh, young Andy Garcia. Okay. Uh, so I was going, I was going Diego Luna, but I'll take, yeah, I'll take Pedro. So, but when my, fine, I'll tell you my concept for the prequel. <laughs> Um, Nobody's listening. If we're, to this. Unless we're going too long, but it's no, no we're it's still, fine. We're still mm-hmm. doing okay. time. So, in my concept, they kind of be dark, but like the island has like tourism has declined because the last couple of years have been tough on the world, mm-hmm. so people are not traveling. Okay, uh, is this going to be set now? Yes, and Greece is Got sort it. of going through like a weird recession. Yes, too. also so, like mm-hmm. the novel coronavirus happened. Yep. So like people are not traveling anymore. So the the, the low hand beach house is closed. The vi- the, 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 <laughs> yep. the villa is like the villa is like in hard financial hardship. So Sophie's husband Sky decides to like listen to offers from like big resorts like complexes to sell the villa to them mm-hmm. in order to like recover. Um. So he tells Sophie this, and she's obviously like, this is my mom's legacy. Like, how the fuck can you sell it to, like, this complex? Uh, and it's over a holiday. It's a holiday movie. It's over Christmas. Um, and so, so a, a representative of the hotels unexpectedly drops in to, like, make an offer while everyone is gathered there for, all, for the holidays. And they're all reminiscing about personal connection with the villa. So it's kind of like many flashbacks. We get that way. we get that beautiful photograph of Donna. Exactly. Of no, the, no, no, yeah. Of the of the publicity so, still so, of Donna. So, <laughs> yep. so mm-hmm. instead of being like a like a two timelines, it's almost like a clip show of like people going back to different points in their lives around how the villa works. Uh, so uh, and previously in their lives, like we see how Cher and Fernando met. We see the first night out that young Colin Firth had as a gay man in Paris, when they do a reprise of "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme, I'm Man After Midnight." Um, okay, and and yeah, so it's 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 very much. And at the end, the representative who I'm stunt casting, Audra McDonald, um, <laughs> as as a woman named Cassandra, because there is a song called Cassandra by uh, ABBA perfect. that could be sung. Um, she, we realized she had visited the island before when she was younger and she decides to independently, uh, fund the villa to, or to revitalize it. Um, anyway, if anyone wants the full outline (laughs) and the full uh, musical numbers, I have them, um, (laughs) universal get at me. I know I'm the right person to to develop the story. Wow. I love that. No, that's great. Um, I mean, Mamma Mia... Here we go again. Made decent money. It made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. not quite Mamma Mia. Well, no, but ten years. No- ten years money. on the market had. Yeah, like yeah. it was not the same media landscape mm-hmm. that it was. But such a fun movie, though. 
Like I really enjoyed watching the sequel in the theater. Mm-hmm. We were just like, yeah. it's it's camp. It's, I mean, it's got like, and that's the other thing I was saying too. We're watching the first movie last night to prepare, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, every hit, every ABBA hit is yeah, in this, of course. And then there's fucking more hits. Yeah, in the sequel. they didn't even get yeah, to. They didn't, didn't do all. They didn't even get to Fernando. Also, there's the the show has more m- numbers that they cut. Yeah. So it's. Have um, you ever seen the show on stage? I have. I saw a Mexican production of it, which was interesting because it was in Spanish. Um, and I saw the Hollywood Bowl did the live musical oh, okay. a few years ago. So I saw that one. Okay. Cool. Uh, which was delightful. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple of songs. Uh, they have like Under Attack, which is a bop, and it's not in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the movie has new numbers that the show doesn't have. Oh, so okay. It's, you know, All right. Okay. All right. Saw that the show closed on Broadway in 2015. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. Lasted like fourteen years. Pretty good so run. Pretty good run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's still like put up everywhere. Like it's, it's like, I feel like it's probably a staple of community theaters. And I was doing a, so I was like, doing a YouTube search of to see if I could find any clips of the Broadway show if they they filmed it at all. And all I found were high school musical film That's adaptations. That's incredible. I love. That. I <laughs> would love to sit through a. High school said, musical oh, no. version of Mamma Mia. Yeah. I said, isn't the story a little risque for high school? <laughs> well, ish. It, like, it's, yeah. They, they did, like, L.A., like, a community theater had, like, an all-Asian production recently. Okay. So, like, that was, uh, I didn't see it, but, like, I knew it was there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's timeless material. All like, right. it's. I don't know. It's it's ABBA, man. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I have an all caps in my notes about counter-programming. I didn't talk about them. Book Club was released the same weekend as Deadpool 2. That's <laughs> all in all caps. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is Book Club... Is Book Club... Book Club 2. 2. Uh, so... Bl- bl- Mother's wonder, Day. I wonder what that's wow. like. Book Club 2? What, I wonder ca- if that's like... Against something? Programmed with this year. Mm. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you could look it up. I but was going to say, what else is coming out? Mm-hmm. Um, the Notebook Two apparently was released the same weekend as White Chicks. Love it. Mm-hmm. I saw White Chicks. I didn't see the Notebook. To this day, I've never seen the Notebook. That's fine. <laughs> White Chicks, on the other hand, mm-hmm. masterpiece. But yeah, Mamma Mia. It's kind of a fun movie that uh, we've done on the podcast. We have not done a lot of two thousands movies. Oh, okay. Too so yeah, we yeah. we occasionally do dip into two thousand cinema. We we skew nineties. <laughs> I mean, we just did Devil Wears Prada. We did. And here's the yeah, thing that's... about just Meryl's career, and we talked about it on the Devil Wears Prada episode that that movie really launched Meryl. Of oh, she is a titan of the industry. Oh yeah, that's that's a and. It pretty much made her into her own IP. Yeah, that's uh, the role that kind of like yeah. broke and new. We got yeah. like stage. Of we got life. huge yeah. Meryl tent poles in yep. the summer, yeah. like Mamma Mia or mm-hmm. Florence Foster Jenkins. Yeah, <laughs> not Florence Foster Jenkins. Florence but, Foster Jenkins. But but I feel like Mom, uh, Devil Wears Prada was the first time that I was like, oh, she just gets nominated for for every movie that she's in, whatever it is. Well, that was her first. <laughs> I don't think that she'd been nominated for a while. I think she got that in after Devil Wears Prada. She was sure. like that started. Yeah. Before Devil Wears Prada, she, I think she had done Angels in America. Angels in America. Which, which was like. Got her, her Emmy. Her Emmy. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's like what. 
But I think that like adap- well, per usher, I think that, like adaptation. The, I think adaptation was like her adaptation her the hours. nomination before. And the hours, yeah, because mm-hmm. she oh. adaptation the hours was the same year. Mm-hmm. So, but the, I think that era like kind of helped usher something that ended in Devil Wears Prada, and then like a whole new stuff started. Mm-hmm. It's sure to me, for me, the guy who's just like I like Meryl Streep. She's a good actress. I was like. Devil Wears Prada, what a fun movie. Best actress, I guess. They put her in supporting, <laughs> she probably would have won. You know what I mean? Yep. I just, to, to, I've, I've said it before, I've, we had a whole episode about this. I think that, that's me, such a cool nomination. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a cool, cool nomination. But to me, it was just like, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Something about it was just like... She would have given Jay Hutt a run for her but... money in supporting if they would have put her in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emily Blatt should have been nominated. Exactly. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we have our new butterfly effect of what would have happened. <laughs> All right. Do we have any last thoughts on Mamma Mia? Let's watch it again. Let's watch it again. Yeah, just right <laughs> we're going to watch Super Trooper we, from we need, Mamma Mia. Yeah, Here we go again right yeah, after we get off this call. Is, we do need to watch mm-hmm. that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, probably I will. Ha- I would have if you give me more time. I right. I mean. Lots more time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, I love this movie with all my heart. I will defend it with my life. Jorge, it's, thank you so much for coming on. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I do like this. This movie did show did show up in the short that you wrote. That is very it did. cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell the listeners a little yeah. bit about uh, the short film that you wrote and where they can find yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Um, so I am a writer and film programmer. Uh, you can find, uh, I don't know, I'll do a lot of festivals around the country. Uh, but I am also, uh, yeah, I write my, I have a short film called Muy Gay to Mexicano on HBO Max that you can find there easily. Um, I also have uh, a podcast uh, called Just to be Nominated, which is an award, uh, murder mystery uh, about our award season that I did during the pandemic, which was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Color Me Jorge and I'll be probably tweeting about Mamma Mia because I do that <laughs> very, very often. So, and it's so. funny that uh, that I feel like it sort of clicked that I was like, oh, I know you from this head Oscar buzz. Yes. Because I feel like we were, messaging, we were messaging there. before and I was like, yeah. oh, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the boys over there. Yeah, I've been, I've been there in a couple of episodes. It's like, too, it's like one of those weird things yeah, where you recognize people that you mess that you message off of like Grinder Scruff, <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. it was through a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Work. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm there in the web. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, in the ether. In the ether. Well, thank you for coming on the show. This was so much fun. No, thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're very welcome. We'd love to have you on again. We'll play you off some. We'll yeah. play you off some. When, when we do, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Oh, there you go. I mean, this was pretty much a joint Mamma yeah. Mia and Mamma Mia, here we go. You're like, episode. we're not doing this again. <laughs> we're doing a full episode of it. Well, we might. Well, uh, until next time. Thanks so much, man. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Another fine episode. Oh, my God, Pete. Yes. We're like... We're we're getting up there to episode two hundred. We're very close. We're very close. Very close. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. We're almost at episode two hundred. This summer. Get ready for it. Yes indeed. Keep listening, listeners. But until then Patreon shout outs, let's hear them. We'd like to say a very uh, big thank you and hello to all of our wonderful patrons, including Andrew, Laura, let's see, uh, Rhett Mitch Thomas, 
Dan C, Dan H, Worley Flower Frog, Brenna, Jester Rabbit, Lawrence, Danielle, Lisa, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, uh, Millie, Ted, Benny, Jamel, Melanie, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Heather, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emily, Melly, Aaron, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and finally, Rufino. Thank you so much. Thank you for being patrons. There's lots of fun stuff over on the Patreon. We put up commentaries on there. Not Another Teen Movie just came out last week to tie into our Bring It On episode. Yes, indeed. We just added a fresh commentary track. They're really Mm -hmm. fun. Um, We watch uh, a separate, an additional movie, and we record a track as we're watching the movie, and we give you instructions on how you sync up our commentary track with the movie. So it's like an additional commentary. Yeah. But you could also just listen to it as a bonus supplemental episode. It's always fun that way as well. Yeah, it totally works. Over 30 of those on Patreon. Uh, Those are at the highest level, the $10 level. And, you know, if you... Um, can't do a monthly subscription. You don't have to. You can do a one-time donation. And if you do it for the $10 level, then you get access to all 30-plus uh, of the commentaries, including all of the links to all the back catalog of um, newsletters. So yeah. there's all that fun stuff over on the Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash gay for more information. You can give us a review on Apple or Spotify if you'd like. We would love to read them. Yes, indeed. Give us a five-star review. Absolutely. If you're on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, hit five stars. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, we can write a review and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Uh, so thank you so much for everybody who's written those thoughtful and heartfelt reviews and really helps us out. It really makes us feel good. Yeah. So yeah, head over and check that out uh, when you can. Um, we'd also love it if you just liked and subscribed, you know, whatever platform you listen, just go ahead and hit subscribe. That way, anytime a new episode comes up, you'll get a notification for it. And um, again, that also helps us to get pushed out to the masses so more people know about us so head over to whatever platform that you're listening on just hit subscribe follow us on the socials facebook mm-hmm. movies that made us gay instagram movies that made us gay and on twitter at mtmug pod absolutely and if you want to follow our personals feel free you're more than welcome to my name is pete i'm at peter lasagna on instagram and twitter i'm scott young on instagram and follow my letterbox yes indeed thank you so much everybody until next time bye, bye.